Hello and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my new upcoming totally free live masterclass titled The Most Common Legal and Tax Mistakes at Each Stage of Business and How You Can Avoid Them. On this masterclass, you'll learn whether it's time for you to go from a sole proprietorship to an LLC or from an LLC to an S-Corp, or if you have an S-Corp, how you can make sure that you're running it correctly. You will also learn how to get more profitable in a snap and put your taxes on autopilot, as well as how to make sure you're owning the CEO role in your business and managing the growth of your business without the fear that IRS hate mail or nasty lawsuits are going to come your way. Also, at the end of the class, you'll officially be invited to join the spring 2021 class of Unfuck Your Biz. There will be a special bonus available only to those that attend the masterclass. So if you're curious about the program or know that you need to get a head start on avoiding these legal and tax mistakes we're going to talk about, join us at www.unfuckyourbiz.com where you can register. See you there. Well, hello there, friend, and welcome to the podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to talk about this concept of you not being too beginner in your business to kind of take things seriously. That's the direction that we're headed. So to kick this off, I want to ask you to think about if you've ever received emails from a client or a potential buyer where they're explaining to you why they're not buying buying or hiring you, and it just kind of makes you scratch your own head. And you're not sure if you should say, okay, thanks for the response, or okay, but that doesn't really make any sense. (laughs) Or you think maybe I'm missing the mark with my own messaging because it seems like this person maybe doesn't understand what my offer's all about. About 25% of the responses I got when I did my survey for the Ross launch of Unfuck Your Biz gave the answer as to why they did not join the program as I'm too beginner. Um, which was really interesting for me. So I decided we're, we're currently ramping up for the launch of the program. It's going to be open um, towards the end of April. So stay tuned. If you haven't signed up for the masterclass yet, make sure that you do that. But in preparing, we were reviewing the survey responses, uh, me and one of my virtual assistants, we were reviewing the survey responses from our last launch, um, looking at why people didn't buy. So we could make sure to make any corrections or updates to our sales page, all that kind of stuff. And as I mentioned, about 25% of people said I'm too beginner. So I'm gonna read you like one specific answer we got. This person said, you were recommended by a fellow photographer. I am not an established business. I am barely looking into becoming an LLC and I really need someone who will explain things to me in a way that I can understand. I'm not good with numbers and I don't know much about taxes. So I'm looking for a CPA that can help me out with that. Now, I, I never want to invalidate like anyone's honest feedback, but these are some of the responses that make me think that I might be messaging, missing the mark on my messaging. And the reason why is because 
like this is what we do in the program. Like people learn all of the stuff they need they need to learn. And one of like one of the big one of the big aspects that I really lean on in the online education space is that if you go hire a lawyer, typically they're either going to charge you a flat fee to do your LLC formation, like anywhere from a thousand to maybe three or four thousand dollars, and they're not going to take the time to teach you a whole lot. So they are going to get your money. They're going to get the information that they need. They're going to form the LLC and then they're going to send you out on the way because their business model is all about scale and efficiency. Same thing if you hire an attorney on an hourly basis. If you're paying an attorney $300, $400, $500 an hour, like you're probably not going to want to pay them to sit down at a desk across from them and for them to teach you and explain to you what it is that they're doing. Also, like having a law degree and being licensed and also being a CPA does not necessarily make you a good teacher. Those are two separate skills. Same thing happens with tax filers and accountants. So people will go hire a CPA or an EA or, you know, anyone to file their tax return. And the biggest frustration I often hear is this person did not take the time to explain to me what my tax return was all about. They didn't review it with me. They didn't tell me how I can maximize my tax savings. And on one hand, I get that, like they should take a little bit of time to talk to you. But on the other hand, that's not really that's not really within their scope of services. If you just hire, hire them to do your tax return, they're not necessarily there to educate you as well. So the education piece is actually a missing element in one-on-one services, which is why I'm a big fan of courses because the whole notion of a court, like think about you know college and high school, the whole notion and idea of a course is that you're gonna learn stuff. So people are actually gonna teach you the things that you don't know that you need to know. And that's not what you get in one-on-one services. I also had an objection. Someone said, and this was the one that was, that was really interesting or confusing to me, but this was super, super common. We got a lot of people who said, um, I'm not sure if I wanna join a program because my business is not fully established yet. And this is where I kind of want to give you a pep talk. I guess this is the real point of the podcast because I'm not just here to pitch my own program. But what I wanted to talk about was this concept of people thinking that their business was not, not established enough to unfuck their business or at least to get it on the right track. And I thought maybe part of the confusion was just the name of my program and my brand, Unfuck Your Biz. Could be confusing to new business owners because they might think it's designed to help people who've already been in business for a while, who've made mistakes. And that is correct. That is a specific angle in the program itself. Like in module two, we talk about business formation mistakes that people have made and back tax issues and how to correct them. But the rest of the course is all about how to really start fresh. So if you've been an existing business, we're going to fix those issues. And then after that, everyone's starting from the same point. So you're going to form your business correctly. So honestly, it's best to do this from the beginning. We often have, we oftentimes have one or two like brand, brand new business owners in the program, like haven't even gotten their first client yet. And every time that happens, all of the more experienced business owners will say, oh, you know, so-and-so, it's so, so smart that you decided to join this program from the beginning because you're going to avoid all the mistakes that we've made and all the penalties that we've paid and all the stress that we've endured. And it's just super smart to do it from the beginning. So 
if you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, I'm, you know, like I'm a hobbyist. First of all, if you're a hobbyist, I doubt you would be listening to my podcast, but that is an answer response that we got. Oh, I'm just a hobbyist. Well, if you're a hot, like, let's say that you're a maker, right? So you make, I don't know, like anything you, you knit and you're thinking, I'm just a hobbyist. Well, that's fine. But once you decide to start selling the things that you're creating, now you're a business owner. Is your business a hobby? If you want to call it that, sure. I think that calling your business a hobby is a little bit of a limiting belief if we're being totally honest here. But even if you do want to call your business a hobby, you still have tax obligations. So the IRS isn't going to say, oh, well, you know, you're not taking it that seriously. So we're not going to take it very seriously either. Don't worry about your taxes. No, that's not how it works. Same thing with your city and your business license and your clients, if they're not happy with the work product, they're not going to say, oh, well, you know, you're not trying to make like a lot of money. So we're not going to be like upset if something happens, right? No, that's not how it works. Same thing with people who call themselves freelancers. I hear this a lot. And technically, like we could go Google the definition of a freelancer versus a business owner. And we might see that there are slight nuances. I think a lot of the times people will view themselves as a freelancer, maybe if they don't market their own business, so they don't have like their own brand presence on social media. And they're like, oh, I just pick up odd end work for other people to do work for their clients as a subcontractor. But if they're paying you via 1099, now you have to save for your own quarterly taxes. Technically, in the eyes of most jurisdictions, you are owning and operating a business and you need to get things like business licenses. And then the same thing applies, right? If you have any legal disputes with the people that are hiring you, now you need to look into what I call the layers of legal protection. So you have to have a solid contract. You need to have, hopefully, you'll look into getting a business entity of some kind, like an LLC, and also insurance. So this is why, like, I don't, like, to be honest with you, I don't like to dick around with terms like hobbies and freelancers and all this kind of stuff. It's either you're doing something that you like just for fun, or you're doing something you like that you like in order to get money from it. And if it's the latter of those things, you have a business, right? Doesn't matter if you have no clients yet, if you're marketing yourself, if you're only marketing yourself to get business, in my mind, you still have a business. If you've been doing it for a few months, you have a business. If you've been doing it for a year, you have a business. You get the picture. There's not it's it's pretty black and white. I think that's I think that's really the take-home message here is this concept of my business is not even fully established yet. Well, yeah. So if your if your business is not fully established yet, then you need to establish it. That's kind of the whole point, right? So you need to make sure that you establish your business correctly if you are a beginner. And there are certain steps that go into that. So I'm hoping that this didn't like this whole podcast episode isn't just coming off as like condescending and mansplaining. I want it to be educational and also just to let you know that there is there's really no there's no official starting line like none of us for some of us like myself like my process was very intentional so i was in law school i knew that i wanted to start my own law firm i took the bar exam as soon as i got my bar results i said okay now i am officially in business for most people it doesn't work like that Like I talked to a lot of wedding planners who I think one of my friends told me that she, that her compensation for the first ever wedding she did was a couch. I I think that, I think I had that conversation with Renee Dallow actually on her podcast. I should check with her on that to make sure I'm right. But it was really interesting, right? Because we were talking about how technically barters are taxable income. 
So if someone doesn't pay you for a service, but they give you a service in exchange for a service, that's taxable income. But the point of this conversation was, I'm sure at that point in time, Renee maybe didn't think, oh, I'm in business now. Like if someone get, like, gave me a couch because I helped them like with their wedding, because I really enjoyed planning my own wedding. So I helped them with theirs. I'm sure in her mind, she wasn't thinking I have a business now. And technically there are some IRS specific rules as to exactly when you have a business. But, you know, really, if you are to the point where you're listening to a podcast called Unfuck Your Biz, you've probably gotten beyond that one-off uh, one off item of compensation or barter in exchange for the very first time you provided a service. The wheels are probably turning in your head to actually launch your business if you haven't already. So it means that you need to take these kind of things seriously, right? And and get started. So you also don't want to make mistakes in not forming your business correctly. So I've had several students in my courses who, you know, maybe they got their business license because someone told them that they needed to, but then they didn't keep it up to date or they did not file as a business on their taxes. And then they got letters from the IRS saying, oh, hey, actually someone issued you a 1099 and you did not report that income. So now we need you to pay us these taxes plus the penalties. Like these are the things that can happen if we don't really focus on our necessities as we get rolling. So let me know um, if you're in our Facebook group, go post in there and Braden's Besties. If you're not, you can join it bradensbesties.com. I now bought a, a domain for it so you can easily find it. It will redirect to the Facebook group. And let us know, where are you in your business? Um, do you consider yourself a beginner? Is your business quote unquote established? What, like, what, does that, what does that mean to you? Let's get a dialogue started on this. It'd be super fun. Um, I would love to chat with you. And then also at the top, we mentioned the free masterclass that we have coming up. Uh, you can sign up at unfuckyourbiz.com. That will take you straight to the registration page. And again, the title of the masterclass is the most common legal and tax mistakes at each stage of business and how you can avoid them. So if you're someone who's making a couple hundred thousand dollars, I'm sure you're going to learn something here. If you're a brand new business owner, you're definitely going to learn some stuff. We would love to see you there. Um, I hope that you found this episode somewhat constructive, let me know. Um, send me a DM on Instagram, post in the Facebook group. And thanks for tuning in. I will be back in your podcast app in a few short days. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.